I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this Voice of Business Monday by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Good to be here, Dave. I want to thank our, our sponsors who make this segment ha- happen, Fidelity Bank, as well as Worcester Regional Airport, and uh, happy holidays to our listeners out there. It was a uh, it was a busy week for the for the chamber last week. One of your marquee events, the 145th. I hope I have that number right. The 145th uh, annual uh, Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce annual meeting. Yeah, that's right. 145th. We we had a chance last week, and you know, when I'm thanking my sponsors, I also want to acknowledge that the Telegram and Gazette makes the Telegram makes this segment happen. So I, I don't want to uh, leave anybody out there, Dave. But uh, yeah, last last week we talked a little bit about it in our segment uh, for the voice of business. Uh, our annual meeting was coming up. Uh, Congressman McGovern was our keynote. The last time he gave a keynote at the chamber was 2003. And we thought the time was was a good one with a new administration, President Biden, uh, the, the, the President-elect Biden uh, coming into office and some of the issues that he's talked about, Congressman McGovern continuing to be chair of the Rules Committee. So, um, uh, and we also had a chance to give an abbreviated president's report. You know, we uh, were not able to gather in person at the DCU Center, which we usually do with close to 800 people in attendance. We did it in a virtual format. I think we had close to 400 people on the virtual format uh, join the remarks. And, you know, because the virtual format is not the same, we tried to keep it within an hour. And I gave a condensed version of my, my president's report. Well, we talked about, you know, some of the things we were able to do over the last year around recruit and retain and incubating jobs and uh, and businesses for the region, but also talked a little bit about our history. You know, it was 100 years ago that then the Worcester Board of Trade, uh, which is what the Chamber of Commerce was called, uh, created an organization called the Community Chest of Worcester, which is now known as the United Way. And I talked about the wisdom of that decision and how important that was, especially in a year like this where we saw a United Way together with the Greater Worcester Community Foundation, step up and raise over $10 million, much of it coming from our member businesses and organizations, to help people, organizations that are in need during this crisis, and uh, as well as the Chamber's role in incubating other important institutions. Uh, The WBDC was an arm of the Chamber that was spun off in the early 90s so they could accelerate their focus on cleaning up brownfields and um, you know, repurposing buildings. MBI uh, was launched from the chamber and now is a nationally recognized incubator for promising life sciences companies. So it gave us a chance to talk a little bit about that in anticipation of five years from now, 150th anniversary. Right. And uh, so the chamber has had uh, a year like uh, none other, really. I mean, as, as we 1918, all 1918, the, the Spanish right. flu, right? Right. You're around so, long enough, you see it twice. <laughs> and so you're, uh, needless to say, uh, uh, when uh, when we discussed goals for 2020, um, you kind of, uh, at some point in March, you threw those out the window and you started on a new set of goals, which changed day to day. That that's precisely, and 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 it's not unlike what in every sector of the economy. Yeah, you, Dave, running a uh, a pretty significant uh, sized newspaper uh, here in in Worcester County and beyond. Uh, you know, our retail and restaurant businesses, our manufacturers, I mean, our banking, every sector of the economy, healthcare, higher ed. Uh, you know. Uh, early childhood at every sector was impacted. So you've got to adjust and, and do the best you can. And we did that at the chamber, working with the board and the staff. And uh, uh, But 
you know, I think all in all, we were able to, for the most part, move our programming virtually. Some of our, pro- our programming that we didn't project in the, when we started 2020, we had to put into place, particularly to help inform and educate businesses on the programs that the federal government and, and the state and, and local government were coming out to help them. So uh, you, you got to be nimble and, and move quickly. Yeah, and speaking of uh, virtual, uh, you know, you mentioned the 145th annual uh, chamber uh, annual meeting, uh, but you have a couple of more, a uh, couple more exciting events coming up this week. And uh, you know, one uh, obviously uh, very much in the forefront is cybersecurity, and um, and you have an event coming up. I believe it's on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, de- December 16th at, at noon. noon. Yeah, and. Uh, as we tape the segment and it airs, it'll be Wednesday. So the day this airs uh, at noon, we'll have our financial services roundtable. At the chamber, we have uh, seven or eight industry sector roundtables that gather four times a year. And this particular financial services roundtable, uh, sponsored by Bowditch, uh, the law firm of Bowditch, and uh, supported by Gallagher Insurance, Christopher Bender is going to talk about cybersecurity. And, you know, we hear on a regular basis on people phishing into companies, trying to get databases, financial databases, information about the company, their customers, um, and a whole, you know, series of things. So, uh, Chris is the president of North Cross Group, and uh, he's going to walk co- uh, our, our chamber member businesses about things that they can be doing to strengthen their cybersecurity from hackers and, and penetration. Yeah, and you know, in reading uh, in uh, Christopher Bender's bio, you know, 22 years of experience managing and te- uh, technology consulting experience, and specializing in efficiency, profits, agility, corporate responsibility, both in the public and private se- private sectors. So, I mean, he's yeah, obviously has the uh, the experience and knowledge that you can, he can pass on to those who are in attendance. Yeah, that's uh, exactly exactly it. And that's what we try to provide, um, timely information from, you know, industry sector ap- experts. And many times they're chamber member businesses themselves. And so that, again, is one of the benefits of having a large chamber with our affiliate partners, 2,000 members with a lot of expertise in, in, in various subject matter. Uh, and um, we, we try to utilize them and, and our sponsors as well. In this particular instance, Bowditch and Gallagher, who, uh, you know, them, you know, want to work with businesses and know some of the challenges that they face on a regular basis. Yeah, and some of those challenges uh, we we probably never thought we'd be talking about, uh, at least on a large scale, which really is, uh, comes to the forefront in remote and virtual interactions that we have, you know, and that's, um, you know, and with those virtual interactions come risks and that thus cybersecurity. That's right. I mean, just think, you know, we're working remotely and everybody is, you know, becoming more and more comfortable with that. It's the, the way it's, it's become the necessity on how you do business. So, you know, if somebody says an email, can you, hey, send me over the staff uh, salaries and, and uh, dates of birth? Uh, could you send me uh, the social security numbers or could you, you know, transfer X amount of money to this account because I've got this expense? You know, some of these scammers literally, you know, make the emails look exactly the same, or they just a letter off, they fish a number language, off. exactly. Right. So very personable. That's right. Um, and 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 with the knowledge sometimes of how your business organization works, or who the different personnel is. Hey, I talked to Mary Jane. She said it was okay. Would you forward me, you know, five thousand dollars so I can pay off, you know something that a chamber or a, a particular business may ordinarily pay off, you've got to be, you've got to, uh, you know, uh, 
double check these things and and try to prevent them from in, in coming into your system from the from the beginning from the uh, to begin with. Yeah, sounds like a, a great event again Wednesday at noon. Um, so at noon time, in uh, those who want to register, um, go to WorcesterChamber.org yeah. and, and register. That's right, and so that's Wednesday. Pretty serious subject, uh, you know. That's that's challenging for businesses. And then Thursday, we have our. Uh, uh, monthly business after hours and again it's a virtual format it's going to be thursday the 17th at, at four from 4 p.m to 5 but we've got um uh, paul wengender uh who is the the, the founder uh, and and an owner of greater good imperial brewing company and when you think about you know a lot of the energy and creativity around you know worcester becoming kind of a hot scene where people want to come and hang out and go to dinner and have a drink you know our Craft brewers have been a big, big piece of, of, of that energy, you know, whether it be Wachusett uh, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Redemption Rock. Redemption Rock, Rock right. Uh, we've got our, our friends uh, over, over, uh, over on, on Shrewsbury Street, um, uh, both Redemption Rock and... Uh, Wormtown. Wormtown. Right, okay, right. Yeah, Wormtown with the smiley face and Dave yeah. Fields and his team. And then Greater Good has uh, popped up, and they have created a buzz and an energy around their products that have people coming to Worcester to, to, to visit, to utilize them, to buy their, their, their goods. Uh, you know, in South County, there's a number of brewers, we, breweries. We've seen some open up, yeah, you know, in the um, region as well. Bay State there on Harding Street. Bay um, State, one of the newest one in the rinks. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Stone Cow out in Barry. Uh, you've got uh, Three Saws. You've got, uh, and then Treehouse. Right. I mean, all, all 15 years ago, I think maybe with the exception of, of Wachusett, and I think Wormtown came, you know, sometime thereafter. This is a big part of a kind of the retail uh, energy restaurant scene, a lot of creative stuff around it. So Paul Wengender has got a really unique story that I think our, our members and, 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 and attendees virtually will. He started out in the life sciences industry. He built and created a very successful company, a contract uh, manufacturer that would uh, contract manufacture pharmaceutical drugs and, and, and things for companies. And that company became very successful and he sold it. And he said, you know, I want to do something. And he said, what involves making things and batches of, of, of things in vats? And he said, beer. And this company, Greater Good Brewing Imperial, has done really well. And they have a really cool space similar to, you know, what Wormtown and, and Redemption and others in the region have. Um, you know, Wormtown, people come from across and hang out. Uh, we, we see it uh, at Greater Good now up on Millbrook Street. Right. And, and like you said, Greater Good, Redemption Rock, Wormtown, and the list goes, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so those of you who, I mean, I, you know, now I just wish this, I wish it was tomorrow and not uh, on Thursday, because that sounds like an event that a lot of people would want to would want to listen into and watch. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, people, as you, you see, I mean, one day I remember talking to Dave Fields and, uh, you know, he was saying, you know, some not uncommon to have people drive from, you know, all around New England to come and spend a day at, uh, at Wormtown. You know, if there's a new product, a new, you know, beer that comes out and they are very creative in what they've come out and they're partnering, you know, with the Red Sox. So you've got them and, 
you know, then you've got our, our uh, you know, regulars at some of the great places. Like, you know, you can never beat a, a Guinness uh, coming from O'Connor. So a lot of options for people where to dine and have a drink and, and get together. Well, uh, and look forward to when we can do that when the pandemic's behind us. Right. And, you know, it's just I, I think, uh, you know, the chamber obviously does many good things. But, you know, putting the, uh, the highlight, highlighting and putting the focus on, you know, local people doing good things and then taking those good things and expanding them out. And, um, and every time you get somebody like Paul who takes his, uh, takes his dream and, and expands it out to, uh, the world, it really shines a light on what Worcester is all about. And between now you're you're 110% right, Dave. And between now and, and the Christmas, uh, you know, holiday, we're going to begun as the time we're taping, we've launched a little thing, a hashtag shop local woo and Virginia Murphy, who's our, uh, our membership services team and part of our communications work is out visiting chamber member businesses locally, taking pictures and we're posting them up on social media to encourage people buy gift certificates local, support your local sh- retail shops, anything you can do is going to make a difference. Right. Well, I, I, I know our Christmas gatherings will be small this year, but I can tell you that last year, I made a stop at Redemption Rock. I made a stop at, uh, at Wormtown. I went to Greater Good, um, and I gathered a bunch of uh, four packs from uh, in Bay State as well. Uh, you know, uh, Chip and Sean over there, and, yep. and uh, so uh, you know, again, shop local and um, and and do all you can for the uh, for the local economy. That's right. So. That is Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. I'm Dave Nordman, Executive Editor of the Telegram Gazette. Thanks again for joining us, uh, Tim, on this Voice of Business. Thank you, Dave.